Blog Talk Radio. Good morning, guys. Thanks for joining me at the Armor Report. I'm your host, Brett Rosenthal. Armor stands for Algorithmic Risk Management Research. And what we're doing here every day is we're taking time out of our trading session to share with you information that we've gathered using traditional fundamental analysis, meeting with management teams and companies, those types of things, and using our proprietary algorithms to help us manage risk. So this is a show, as always, about stock market investing. Um, I'll start the show off like I like to, like I like to do, which is with um, a review of the big indexes and how our algorithms are telling us to be positioned from a risk standpoint. I'm managing all my own personal capital, that of high net worth investors, all the businesses run through interactive brokers. You can follow along with us on our website, RosenthalCapital.com. It'll show you a model portfolio. We have three portfolios at Interactive Brokers. Shows you how we divide up the assets and how we're investing. And of course, we have our risk on, risk off, real-time monitor. So if things change for our big four indexes, we try to update that website as soon as possible. Um, our algorithms are designed for the volatility of each underlying asset. We use exchange-traded funds to invest and you know, um, use these algorithms as guides. That's the S&P 500, SPY is the symbol. It's the NASDAQ 100, QQQ. It's the Dow Jones, DIA. And it's the small cap index, IWM. Those are the four that kind of drive all of our decision-making and why we're, for instance, right now carrying a lot of cash, all four of our index algorithms are telling us to remain cautious. We've been in that position since um, beginning of October of last year. So while we're out there trying to make some money in this market and investing in our favorite themes, our algorithms are, are forcing us to hold a lot of cash because the volatility is too great for the potential reward that we're looking to, to, to capture. So what we're trying to do with these algorithms, these are not day trading algorithms. These are investment driven algorithms to manage risk. We don't mind missing some of the upside swings over a three, four week period because we're looking out further and we're saying, okay, is the reward to risk correct? And is the probabilities and statistics in our favor. If the answers are not adequate, then we hold a lot of cash and we wait. We wait. There'll be times where we step up and get 150% long. Now it's just not one of those times. So the volatility has been extreme since we went to a, a, a full risk position, which, well, I should say a risk off position. Um, and that's really been October, November, December, where the market cratered. And now we've had a rip and rally for January and February into March. I think March, we're down, we're down now in the month of March. Um, I think that's accurate. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Markets are down for the month of March. Okay, so really it was January and February where the market ripped higher. And now the market is um, coming down in the month of March. So is it coming down? and beginning a major bear market. We were stalking the bear for a while in there, but that coincided with the Federal Reserve reducing liquidity. 
The Federal Reserve is no longer reducing liquidity. Therefore, we no longer call for a bear market. And instead, it looks like we're stuck in a wild range. And we'd rather get more aggressive at the bottom of that range. And we'd rather be defensive at the top of that range. But we're taking off the table for now the desire to be short. I don't really ever want to be short. My, my job is to get you guys and myself on the right side of probability and statistics every day we trade and invest. And the simple fact is the market goes up 80% of the time. So right from the get-go, when you put shorts out, you're behind the eight. So there's nothing wrong with just carrying cash when risks are high and waiting for your moment to get long. There's nothing wrong with that. I think I should mention on this show, like I do every show, I can't tell you what to do with your portfolio. This is for educational purposes only. I don't know you. If you want personal advice, you got to give me a phone call. Go to my website. You'll see the phone number. I'll be more than happy to sit down and chat with you, try to give you some thoughts. So what I'm sharing with you right now are my personal investment decisions with my personal capital. And with my capital, I'm willing to miss upside to protect the capital from downside and then take my shots when our proprietary algorithms tell us that the probabilities are in our favor, that the reward's worth the risk, worth the risk. There was a lot of reward in January but the risk was enormous. And so I wasn't willing to put a lot of capital to work. So I'm going to try to keep this show a little bit briefer than normal. Usually we go half an hour. We could probably fit this into 15 minutes. Um, I want to talk to you about the cannabis investment theme as it rolls on. You know, this is my single favorite focus. You know, I believe this is an investment super cycle cycle that's in front of us of epic proportions. I went over on the last call, the dramatic undervaluation of U.S. cannabis companies. This call, because these stocks are down right now, I feel it's important for us to discuss risk and how to manage it. Just because I think this is an investment super cycle does not mean the assets can't go down. You have to be prepared for that. Step one, don't get out over your skis and have too much of the asset. You have to have just the right exposure to be able to manage the volatility and take advantage of the weakness. Take advantage of the weakness. Don't be run out by it. If you find yourself running for the hills because of weakness, then that means your position size is too big. We're trying to build positions over multiple days and weeks that can last multiple months and years. Let me give you a quick reminder. 1993, when I got into this business professionally, it was the very beginning of the internet investment super cycle boom. The first company, I did research on a lot of companies, but literally right out of college, I went to an investment conference that covered a bunch of internet companies. And I met with the management team of Yahoo at the time. Yahoo was new. Nobody really heard of it. But I walked out of that meeting and I said, this is a huge idea. 
It was a very simple idea to understand. They were monitoring eyeballs. The more eyeballs on their website, the more they could charge for advertising to high-margin business. It was really easy to get. Stock was $30 a share. When I walked out of that meeting telling all my friends, colleagues, that this is going to be a huge idea. Three months later, the stock was 15. It went from 30 to 15 before it went to 150 over seven years. I had to suffer 50% decline in my idea before it went up 15 times. That's extreme volatility. When you're at the beginning of a super cycle, a lot of the investors are skittish. A lot of the price discovery is based on excitement and hype. And when that excitement and hype dies down, there's an air pocket. But if you're right on the cycle, what you want to do is not be, not be discouraged and, and, and run for the hills. You want to say, hey, thank you so much for selling this asset right off into my pocket. The hard part is figuring out where to add to your position, right? That's tough. If things start to unravel, you might want to cut back on your positions if you feel uncomfortable. It's okay. Shave them down to a size that you can manage. Let them sell off. Don't try to guess what the bottom is going to be. Wait for that bottom to show up and you get a risk on entry point using our algorithm. That's when we start putting more money to work. We have algorithms designed for exchange-traded funds like MJ, for example. Now, MJ is not going to capture the U.S.-based marijuana business. That's all on the uh, um, Canadian Stock Exchange. These stocks have almost no institutional sponsorship, no mutual funds, no ETFs can hold them, and there's, there's good and bad to that. The good is that we're way early, and as rules and regulations change, money is going to flow into these stocks. The bad is when the market starts going down, there's nobody there to support it. Everyone just backs away. Buy programs just stop. Air pocket. You want to use that weakness to do your homework and build your positions. If you're feeling too much pain, you have too big of a position on it. Shave it down till you can handle it. Wait for your next buy opportunity. It's called risk management, guys. Proper money management in the stock market begins by managing your risk. And you capture upside. Second, that's how you build wealth over time, by avoiding wealth destruction. Makes it a lot easier to build wealth. Okay, a couple of pieces of news, right? Kronos announced earnings. This is kind of what's got this whole space selling off hard. Stock ran up huge in front of earnings, and now people don't like the earnings number. That was so ridiculously predictable, it's kind of embarrassing. These stocks are not driven based on earnings, but you'll get earnings downgrades from analysts, which will bring the stocks down. That's the kind of weakness you're looking for if you're an investor. This is way too early in the cycle to complain 
about Kronos' earnings announcement. The recreational use has just begun in Canada. I mean, it's so early there that these stocks trying to guess what the PE should be, what the valuation should be, is an absolute waste of time. It is every single time in investing super cycles. Yahoo was overvalued at 30. It went to 15, then it went to 450. Was it really overvalued at 30? Probably not. But for whatever reasons, for that three-month period, the market was weak. A couple of analysts came out and downgraded it. Usually they do that, and I hate to sound cynical, guys, but it's true. They do that because institutions want to buy stock. They come out with a downgrade, people dump it, and then the big institutions are in there buying it. Well, you would say, well, not not the U.S. uh, marijuana companies. That's true, but if you look at the ownership, for instance, of Charlotte's Web, 80% of the shares are owned by big institutions who are willing to take the risk on the the CSE. They did most of it in private placements when they first came public. Guys like BlackRock are big owners of Charlotte's Web. And if they continue to build their position, they love downgrades. They see the big picture. They love the downgrades. So Kronos was ahead of itself. They're going to drive it down to the 200-day moving average. It'll set up all over again, and we'll add that to our portfolio. We don't have it in our portfolio now. We're waiting for sell-offs like this. It's beautiful. Stock's down 11% because the analyst doesn't like the earnings number. The business just got started. It's absurd. It's going to be lumpy. It's great. Okay, tomorrow is the announcement of Charlotte's Web Earnings. That's going to be interesting. Now, the stock has been really the strongest stock in the entire um, U.S. marijuana market, uh, hemp market, cannabis market, let's call it. And the stock's down 10% today after having a real nice run. Don't forget I highlighted last week that there's one ETF in Canada that just got approval from the Toronto Stock Exchange to start buying Charlotte's Web the only U.S.-based cannabis company that it's allowed to buy. But it doesn't mean the stock can't drop 10%. That just gives us opportunity to add to the position, not necessarily today, but when it comes in. And tomorrow they're announcing earnings. I'm curious to see what those earnings are going to be. Don't forget, this is a hemp company selling CBD products or what they call um, hemp oil extract. It should be very interesting to see what their earnings numbers are because that business is starting to grow at a pretty rapid pace. I'll be very curious to see what goes on in that call. I will be covering that call. I will share with you the information I gather from the call on our next Armor Report. I appreciate your time with me today. Be careful out there. Don't be discouraged. Do your homework, do your research, listen to conference calls. Get yourself ready for the next opportunity. For right now, be cautious. Hold a bunch of cash. That's what our algorithms are saying. Don't feel like you missed anything January and February. It's okay. There's a lot of volatility. Now what we want is the market to come down, find support at a higher level, give us a risk-on signal. That's when we hit it. If we don't get that, and we hold cash, and we just have to be patient and wait.
All right, guys. You take care of yourselves. I'll talk to you again probably tomorrow or maybe Friday. Take care.